and uh, for both terms. Uh, she was a director of the Peace Corps at one point. Uh, after um, she was the director of United Way for a long time. Uh, she's she's been with uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and her husband is Mitch McConnell. She's been confirmed. Um, and of course, right now, the battle is still underway against uh, nominee for Edu Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, um, whose family owns uh, <laughs> a family profits from student loans. <laughs> she's never gone to public school. She's not a teacher. Um, she's a billionaire. She's been, uh, she and her husband have donated for like $47 million over the past few years to try to um, gut private, uh, public education and move money over towards private vouchers uh, for, for to go to for these private charter schools, which I'm not wholeheartedly against. I think you should have uh, options in your education, but I, I, I'll tell you right now, I used to work for a charter school on a substitute basis. And, um, you know, everyone has to take tests. And, uh, and I was asked at one point to uh, clean up the Scantron tests from the little kids. Soon be on our way. It's three o'clock. Uh, we have a number of guests uh, right here in the studio. I'm talking about the Common Thread Collective, where we cast that wide net, where we find that common thread, where we let the life flourish. And I always say, don't panic, keep it organic. Uh, Val, Valerie, the co-host, should be in momentarily. I just got a text from her saying I'm on my way. So hey folks, wherever you happen to be on the planet, hang on in, we'll be coming through. And here's more of an earlier show of Val's. Don't miss a bit of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. March 2nd through 6th, 2016. Buy tickets now. Brought to you by Subliminal SF, PBR, The Eagle SF, Brainwash Cafe, Asiento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. Have you heard of Subliminal SF? Visual and auditory mind control. Graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions. Go! www.subliminalsf.com For the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen. Graphic design for every need. And live music promotion! At some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF. Visual and auditory mind control. Go to SubliminalSF.com now. No 
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk, come together with music from around the world, with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio, when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment, wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on MutinyRadio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds.
Did you know that compact fluorescent light bulbs use 60% less energy than regular light bulbs? And that each one saves about 300 pounds of carbon dioxide a year. If all Americans switched to CFLs, we would save more than 90 billion pounds of carbon dioxide. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Muni Radio in San Francisco. People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat. The Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco.
Hello, and welcome to Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val. It's not all that we're saying, but it's, it's one of the big things that we're saying here. Give peace a chance. That's what everybody wants. Actually, last weekend at Earth Day San Francisco, I got to be one of the speakers, which was, I was very honored to be. And, uh, you know, my, my radio name is Global Val, and there's a few reasons for that. And one of the reasons is I've, I've been to 17 different countries, and what I've found as a, as a common thread, so to speak, uh, around the world is that people want people want basically the same things. They want happiness, they want peace, and they want health for their families and communities. And that's something that I think we have the capabilities of achieving in the 21st century. And so I'm dedicating today's women's magazine on mutinyradio.fm to the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom. They go by the acronym WILPF which is kind of hard to say, W-I-L-P-F, Women's International League for Peace and Freedom. And they have been uh, a, an international women's organization for 100 years. They formed out of the ashes of World War I and have been working together ever since. And uh, one of our friends, actually, Alexandria Rain-Smith, you could find her on Facebook. She's a poet. She was part of a, a WILPF um, summit last summer. And this year, she was invited to The Hague for the one, for the for the centennial, the, the 100th anniversary of WILP, and uh, which just happened this past week. And she was one of the, well, I'm calling her the keynote poet because she was invited to, to perform her poetry. So thank you to Alex Alexandra Rain-Smith for being my liaison to WILP and um, op opening this door for all of us here to, uh, to, to gain from what that organization has to say being that it is a hundred years old, that means World War One was a hundred years ago. Um, the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom met, and they created a manifesto to reiterate and to augment and clarify some of their some of their key beliefs and and uh, what they're working towards for the next hundred years of peace building in the world. So today, I'd like to read for you that manifesto, the 2015 Women's International League for Peace and Freedom Manifesto. Here we go, folks. We, members of the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom, on the centenary of our foundation, pay tribute to the courageous and far-sighted women who, amid the carnage of the First World War, took a bold initiative for peace and brought our movement into being. We affirm their belief that women have a particular interest in stopping war and particular skills we can bring to the task. We remain convinced that the achievement of peace and the achievement of equality and justice for all people, together with the full inclusion and representation of women in all our diversity, are inseparable goals. After 100 years that have brought another world war, five times more deadly than the first, the invention of the most destructive weapons ever known, 
increasing militarism, and the emergence of new kinds of armed actor and conflict, we renew Wilp's commitment to eradicating war by addressing its root causes. Among them, we identify the following. Root causes of war, everybody, according to Wilf. <clears throat> Number one, militarism as a way of thought and the militarization of societies such that perceived threats are likely to be met with weaponry rather than words. Global Val side note, take note of what's going on in the conversation in our country right now with police brutality. Number two, the capitalist economic system involving the exploitation of labor and resources by the many, of the many, by the few, wantonly harming people and the environment, generating conglomerates of global reach and unaccountable power. Global Val side note, pay attention to the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP, uh, quote unquote free trade agreement that our Congress is trying to fast track through right now, which would just decimate, uh, well, business, society, environment around the world as, as, as it would uh, institute basically corporate tribunals in, 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 in member states or member countries who would, ever si who would sign on to the TPP. So basically, if you have a big corporation that is extracting some natural resources or using uh, local labor in a, in a country, and that the people in that country or the government of that country decide that this corporation has been violating some sort of environmental laws or some sort of labor laws, there's gonna, they, they would set up a special court, special tribunal, uh, th whereby the, the, the judges of that, of, of that tribunal, uh, in, independent of anything else, are actually spend part of their time as the lawyers for the corporations. So, I mean, come on, do we, do we not see the, 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 writing, the bloody writing on the wall? All right, let me get back to Wilp's uh, <laughs> root causes of war. Number three, the nation-state system as it is today, involving dominant states, imperialist projects, interstate rivalry, occupation, contested borders, and inside those borders, all too often, failure of democracy, political repression, and intolerance of diversity. Again, folks, let's look around. Have walls ever really helped anybody other than to uh, throw rocks at them or, throw or, or shoot bombs over them? It doesn't stop anything. It just creates more war and more division. And if we look at even in our country right now, which, you know, we have so much pride that it was founded on the freedom of religion. Well, since 9-11, how much anti-Islam uh, anti-Islamic Islamophobia has has come up in our, in our society around dinner tables and in our institutionalized police state. Uh, you know, thousands of, of of Muslim Americans were rounded up after 9/11 and falsely imprisoned, and now it's we see it so much in, in our in, in our mainstream media and everything. And we just have to remember. Diversity is a beautiful thing, and we can all get along even though we have different ideas. I think that's, I think that's where we're going here. Number four, social systems of racist supremacy, cultural domination, and religious hierarchy. All right.
to the Women's International League of Peace and Freedom. Patriarchy, the subordination of women by men in state, community, and family, perpetuated by the social shaping of men and women into contrasted, unequal, and limiting gender identities, favoring violent masculinities and compliant femininities. We understand these as intersected and mutually reinforcing systems of power, all founded on violence and together productive of war. We undertake with urgency the strive to strive creatively to bring about before another hundred years have passed total worldwide disarmament. Economic systems that will deliver well-being to every human being and other life forms on this precious planet. Multilateral organizations capable of mediating between states and guaranteeing international law. Democratic governance from local to global level. Social systems that accord no privilege to people or peoples of a given physical type, culture, or religion and the end of male supremacy, radical change in the way we live gender, and the fulfillment of women's rights and human rights. Violence is not inevitable. It's a choice. Let me read that again. Violence is not inevitable. It is a choice. We choose nonviolence as means and as end. We will liberate the strength of women and in partnership with like-minded men, bring to birth a just and harmonious world. We will implement peace, which we believe to be a human right. We will implement peace, which we believe to be a human right. And that is the beginning of WILP's 2015 100-year anniversary manifesto. Manifesto. What manifesto? Hi, everybody. Everybody, welcome to the Common Thread Collective. Howdy, folks. Here we be. Another beautiful day in the city. 
And here we are, and we're going on. We've, we've had a number of technical difficulties. Hopefully, we're overcoming the best way we can. We have a bit of a delay. Is that right? We do. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, we're having a little uh, technical difficulties. But um, the, the, the stream is still going, and uh, we're able to uh, broadcast. Uh, unfortunately, as your DJ, uh, I'm having some sound issues, and so I can't really hear what's happening <laughs> directly so um i am i am kind of listening through our stream has a little bit of a delay so so far it sounds pretty clear so we're just going to go with that and uh we'll we'll make it work because that's what we do dave right make it work it's what we do that's what we do for sure it's about life itself making it work in the face of all of this well, i got this brother my brother is a guitar who is about to open it up his name be Steve O'Dreams. Steve O'Dreams. He's going to give us a few songs. All right. thought it was Jay. Jay. <laughs> it's Jay. Jay, Jay O'Dreams. Or Steve, is that right? There he goes. There's demons in my head Evil till the end So I best cleanse my temple today In any way, in any single possible way The spirit of the universe has led me through the wilderness to seek my demons to slay night or day. I'm here to stay. I put them in their place until all the demons in my head go I can't take it anymore The great conflict within my core Please have some empathy for me Adversary, I'm your humble enemy There's demons in my head Evil till the end So I best cleanse my temple today And anyway and any single possible way Thank you. <laughs> Another one? Okay.
Okay, so this one this is an instrumental. This is a nice one.
Thank you. Thank you. Right on. Give us a picture up there. And, and we, uh, and we uh, got our sound uh, issues, our, our technical problems have resolved, been solved. Been solved. So that means you get- so Thank you. I, I'm happy to report that I am able to hear you and uh, <laughs> hope that that's coming through. It's coming through on our side. You guys are listening to the Common Thread Collective here, mutinyradio.fm here in San Francisco. And uh, tell us your fr- your name, my friend. Uh, Sativa Dreams. Sativa Dreams. Sativa Dreams, Sat- like the herb. Sativa Dreams. Got it. Sativa Dreams. Dreams. Oh, yo, shout out to Bloodflower. He's a cool cat. Sativa. Yeah, we love Bloodflower. Nice. So, no, not yet. So he sent you down here. He told you. He told you about this this uh, joint here at Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, he, welcome. He gave, he gave you all a shout out last night at 16th and Mission. Right on. Yeah. Oh my God, well, these connections are coming through. That's right. It's what we do to keep this afternoon and Friday afternoon rolling on. In the face of all this that we're facing, uh, that we're facing, we'll be telling that later. I'm talking about Trump and company. I'm talking about building a movement. I'm talking about, about building a movement uh, right here, bringing the people, the music, the artists, the poets, spoken word, and fellow human beings together. Is that right, Sativa Green? Sounds about right to me. Sativa Dreams. Hey, I love that, uh, brother. 420's coming up. Sativa. So give us another song, will you, brother? For sure. Escucha mi voz porque yo soy la verdad. Escúcheme porque yo camino en el camino real. Escúcheme, yo soy Yeshua. Escúcheme porque yo soy el hijo de Jehová. Thank you. 
escucha mi voz porque yo soy la verdad Escúchame porque yo camino en el camino real Escúchame yo soy Yeshua Escúchame porque yo soy el hijo de la humanidad good stuff though right right on yeah it was good stuff thank you hey thanks for coming down and joining us today thank you for having me i appreciate it so absolutely much. you're welcome back anytime um I, I liked your sound um what uh where else do you uh do play around town or do you have some music other yeah. people can access at some some place in the in the ether tonight <laughs> i have a feature at the cafe international at nine o'clock awesome very cool cafe international over there in the lower hate right there on hate and fillmore then those connections have been going on for quite some time go from the from the common thread collective over to the cafe international and here we be here in the universe so hey uh hey hey val yeah Dave. now the 15th is coming up that's tax day that's tomorrow and that's tomorrow and i believe there's a a march of some size size going on asking among us probably some other things that that trump talking about donald trump uh let us see his taxes is that right that is part of it because it's yeah, tax day um, but of course, I think a lot, I mean, there's, there, there's kind of endless, uh, things that really could be brought up in, in the, the gathering or the march or the protest, um, that's supposed to happen tomorrow. And here in San Francisco, um, I believe that the march is, is, uh, happening around two or three o'clock. So lots of time for people to get into town, uh, get situated and, um, and, uh, again, Come out and exercise your First Amendment right to do so. Peace, peaceably uh, assemble. And where, where is it? Is that going to be assembling down at the, uh, down by the ferry building? Where is this assembly I going think, on? I Can think it that? is. I, I wish I, I knew exactly. I know that the people are gathering at two and the march is at three. I don't know if they're going from the ferry building to Civic Center or vice versa. Probably the Civic Center, but um, I know that there's information. But out you there. could people probably, uh, you could probably Google that text march. San Francisco, uh, April 15th, 2017. And then we right. have uh, coming, which will be, which looks to be is going to be huge, which is the combination of Earth Day and the Scientist March. Yeah, the March for Science. Yeah, so they're, uh, so that's on Saturday, April 22nd. Um, the March for Science is gathering down at Justin Herman Plaza at, I believe, 11 o'clock. And then they're going to be marching up Market Street to Civic Center, where San Francisco Earth Day San Francisco is happening. And it's basically uh, going to be a series of uh, March for Science teach-ins. They have kind of a little village that they've carved out as part of Earth Day Festival, um, which is going to be a lot of fun and um, educational. And there'll be some amazing music and community and play and food and all that 
good stuff um, and speakers. So the March for Science is coming in. And later in the afternoon, um, they're going to have some speakers on the main stage and also some speakers in the dome. There's a thing called the Radish Dome. So um, if Radish you, Dome. Yeah. Do we have a date? That's Saturday, April 22nd. And that's here at Civic Center Plaza in San Francisco. If you go to earthdaysf.com, you can get all the information there or check out the March for Science and uh, San Francisco. Well, let's feature that uh, next uh, next week as well. We'll get uh, we'll get somebody who knows a good deal more than I do, certainly, and I believe that we do. Uh, if she has time to come in, either call in or come in and uh, give us the, uh, the specifics. I think a good idea. And now we have, we're going to have a special guest here today. I'm talking about the Mayan dynasty. They're waiting for their, their singer. She should be coming in through the door any minute. And meanwhile, here's Gary. Hey, Gary. We have, uh, we have, we just have a, that a couple of days ago was dropped the mother of all bombs. And you know what? I take, I take a lot of issue with that expression, the mother of oh, all bombs. Mothers terrible. wouldn't drop bombs. It's a, it was a 22,000-pound ordinance that's Thank never you. been dropped before. Not and, a mother, not birthing anything but destruction. No, no. They, they built it. They didn't, they didn't use it in Iraq. And now they've used it in the border areas between Afghanistan and Pakistan, where the U.S. and the CIA have been um, attacking by weaponized drones uh, for several years now, um, you know, saying that they have these uh, interest you know, these targets, uh, these leaders of various uh, what they deem terrorist organizations. But we know for a fact that most of the time uh, that uh, these drones uh, shoot uh, missiles into these uh, rural areas, that they're actually terrorizing people on the ground, uh, men, women, and children who have nothing to do with whatever purported uh, yeah, terrorist yeah, activities these um, are, are very being isolated um, areas, you know, isolated parts. In this case, Afghanistan. Right. Uh, and they're talking about a tunnel cave complex, which has probably been there forever. It's probably been back uh, that goes back for decades, 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 probably millennia of a place where people were and where they could take shelter and where they could be. And now here, there's uh, this uh, huge, this huge bomb. They had to have a, a, that fills a, a, the cargo, entire cargo loft of an airplane to take it over and then push it off the plane to blow up and cause this mass destruction. They say it's the most, uh, the, the, the biggest bomb that's non-nuclear. In other words, this is a huge device, and these are uh, people, primitive people. These are people who have been living their lives for many, many, many years there, and here it is. So what good can that do but only bad? So, Gary, what have you well, discovered? Uh, You're our discoverer in many ways, our discoverer of what's happening in the area of Trump and what's, what's real and what, what's, what isn't real, what's meant to uh, distract us, and what, what might be really real. So tell us a bit about it, Gary. Everything is a distraction except that which leads us to discuss Putin-Trump. <laughs> the degree to which we are not discussing Putin-Trump is the degree we're helping Trump, who's the battle, and Putin, who's the war. Certainly well, the bomb was a di distraction. Look at it. Well, that's, that's true for you, Gary, but go ahead talking. It's true for all of us. Well, that's the only thing that's having a true. negative impact that's continually causing them to react in self-destructive ways that is continually to at least trigger people and focus them on Putin rather than each other. That is the only way 
to overcome without waking people up, which is difficult to impossible and dangerous. Waking a sleepwalker is dangerous. So triggering people to focus on Putin is the only answer. Why? Because focusing on Putin turns this massive psychological wave channeled back to the source. It uses the psyops against Putin. Waking people up is very ambitious. Triggering them and focusing on Putin is very possible. To the degree that which we are maintaining Trump's illegitimacy due to Putin's interference, we have a legitimate organizing principle domestically that might oust him without civil war. Might. Shudra, you mean the articles of impeachment? Oh, I think there's actually a long journey if that's the way we're going to go. I don't know that's the way we're going to go. What were you referring to? Well, I think the message continues with Trump gone, first of all. Articles of impeachment put Pence into power at this point, not a solution. Uh, They put Ryan in as vice president, not a solution. While they may or may not be an effective uh, tactic, they're counterproductive if they distract us from focusing on the fact that we are dealing with Putin as the primary driver in this war against us, all well, of us. Well, I mean, <laughs> Putin, <laughs> okay, Russia, Russia has what? They have Petrogas, right? So they're interested in going through Syria and connecting to uh, uh, pipelines that are built into Turkey. Then you've got Saudi Arabia and the United States wanting to build their pipelines through Syria and connect to Turkey. Overall, Russia and the people of Russia, and let's not focus just on on the leadership in Russia. The people in Russia are, in in many ways, uh, you know, very poor. Um, you know, it's not a strong economy. Agreed. They have they have their their oil and gas industry, right? Agreed. So so to and and when we look at you know what we ha- who we have now as a secretary of state rex tillerson C- former just recently the the former the ceo of exxon mobil who himself is named in in lawsuits for for uh, exxon's um participation in some of the atrocities in Indonesia mm. um, you know to say that we need to focus on Putin or and not be distracted by Trump I think is is a little misguided because we what we were looking at is the 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 people and the industries who profit from oil and who profit from war are both playing uh, big roles in this and to Agreed. look at and to look at leadership or what we can't really call Trump a leader but to look at the leadership positions and the authority figures um, in this equation I believe is more of a distraction so it so what what you're talking about Trump himself is a distraction from Putin yeah, who's and, the leader of an oligarchy of kleptocrats wealthy who don't want to pay taxes and the fossil fuel complex dealing a death blow to the fossil fuel complex technologically through global economic warfare i.e. 500 giga battery factories from musk not four more beyond the one he's completed is the only way to destroy the fossil fuel complex despite its possible lithium related and other environmental and social and economic consequences batteries are the weapons in order to organize we have to either trigger people or wake them up very difficult to wake them up from the psychological warfare, so even dangerous. And it, 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 just through a simple, a simple, tri- a simple twist of fate, uh, obviously you know this program, where we welcome free speech, 
and you come, come down with all of this on your mind. You wake up with this on your mind, it seems. It seems that you see that the, within the distraction, within the distraction, within the distraction, this is happening, and the word you use is Putin. And so, but to, but your organizing tool is to come here and talk to the world on this show. Is that pretty much it? Every every tool I get, every conversation I get, every moment I spend on Facebook, where the clicks matter, the algorithms of Facebook and the other social media are driven by click traffic, driven by the psychological warfare or active measures campaign I'm talking about. Those algorithms in the social media drive the algorithms in the search engines which shape our mass media's view of what is true and real because they mistake the search results shaped by active measures generated clicks. They mistake those search results for objectivity and truth which they're not. So this media and the internet spaces are triggering people tuned into it and lulling many people into fitful continued sleep. Even the people not plugged in have to deal with us who are triggered. So you, unlike others, like any others you meet, are, uh, regard yourself an awake human being with a message, a message to bring to the world, and that message is Putin, is that it? That is necessary to focus those who can't be woken up. Everyone who is focused and woken can align behind an economic plan, counter-organizing through organizing, organize among the sanctuary states to access capital and build 500 factories that can build batteries until the petrochemical complex so it's is dead. Now, I began, this is the first time you've really mentioned in your weeks of coming here this word uh, batteries as a solution. Well, so we have uh, we have uh, now the more and more uh, electric cars. Is that what you're speaking of? Electric cars and the like, and, which and, will be and, which, and, will, and, which will be by batteries, which will be uh, batteries, which will be, the batteries will be uh, filled by uh, the use of non uh, non uh, non petrol products to uh, whether it be wind power. Uh, with the water power, the various kinds of powers to fill some batteries, to give us an alternative, building factories that will be built on an alternative uh, society and internal community. Is that what we're speaking of? Well, alternative society and internal community are controversial sounding words. I'm talking about an equivalent of the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, currently still legal under 2017 American law. I'm talking about a trans-state an association of states funded by a non-governmental entity, a sanctuary authority of sanctuary states that can access global capital markets and turn around and lend Elon Musk $2.5 trillion to build $505 billion battery oh factories. Yes, yes, global economic warfare among the entire planet and borrow additional money to buy out allies with geoengineering products to ease their transition from the petrochemical economy so we don't simply abandon them all which will be horrible but frankly there is no other way to remove a russian leader without war except oil below ten dollars a barrel uh, oh my goodness so all of us gary this is a this is a lot to, this is a lot to fill the brain with absolutely and a lot to come to this program you come to this program we're talking to various random people around the country they're picking up on it, and so you're hoping it's starting almost from scratch that this vision you have... I have 10,000 followers on Facebook, and I've performed 500 times in San Francisco and the Bay Area since last year oh, and I, talked okay, about this so topic. This is a little bit like uh, this is where comedy and, uh, comedy and poetry and drama and politics all meet. Maybe. And the word, the common thread is Putin and what can be done. So, hey, Gary, this is a heavy... I, I could just hold my head and say... Wowzy. So, 
So please tell us what you'd have to say now. You you're hoping at the last time uh, when all this started, you were hoping that the Supreme Court would step in, and uh, step in. It doesn't look like they're going to step in. The Supreme Court is now in a state of relative where they have a new member, a new member which has been nominated, was nominated by Trump, <laughs> and we'll see what happens there. It seems probably very little. He, he was confirmed. For, he was confirmed exactly. This week. He's now. I'm confirmed. He's now a new member of the Supreme Court, and but I think there's very little you can expect there. He was nominated from Trump. He owes something to Trump. He was confirmed after nominated by Trump, and so he's confirmed. He definitely owes somebody from Trump. So we're in for, I would call the long haul. Is that right? Well, we're in for a pile of bodies in a lot of different places. The question is, how high does it get, and in what places? The, the, the degree to which uh, any foreseeable path requires immense suffering to pass through is overwhelming morally. I see no way at this point, even if there's no American civil war, no way, even in victory of destroying the fossil fuel industry to avoid the collapse of several societies besides Russia, but including Russia, that would be predicated on fossil fuels. So this is really not a pain-free or bloodless solution, even though it's primarily an economic focus in the medium term. The short term, we must talk about Putin. The degree to which talking about Putin channels back his own psychological warfare against him can't be overestimated. A Russian connected to the conspiracy died on Thursday in a Trump building last month in Hollywood, Florida. On Saturday morning at 3 a.m., Trump tweeted about Obama eavesdropping for him, of him, on him for the first time. Now, that's a distraction and an accusation. Goebbels said, accuse the other side of that which you are guilty. Apart from assuming that Trump's behaviors are a distraction, you assume every accusation, including the eavesdropping one, is a confession. After his accusation, it was revealed he has illegally, and not, not making this up, but illegally eavesdropped many people over the years that he had business relationships and conflicts with. So, uh, truly, his behavior is predictable, and the degree that we react in counterintuitive ways about how we deal with our feelings in the moment is the way we neutralize it on an individual level. Oh we as a group have to talk about what's happening, that we're being triggered to fight with each other and attack our institutions and doubt them so the state will collapse from within. It's called That's active true. measures. Designed in the 19th century by the Tsar's secret police, the Cheka. It's Cheka. where the conspiracy theory, the protocols of the elders of Zion was created, still popular among the right-wing wackos all over the planet. That was continued by the Soviets, then culturally appropriated by the Germans and rechristened propaganda, then reculturally appropriated by the OSS and CIA and rechristened PSYOPs, then commercially spun off and called mass marketing. The TV show Mad Men was all about the social and cultural impact of an active measure spin-off in American society. So we're not simply be being pounded by one marketing campaign, However, this particular active measures campaign is algorithmically the most powerful in oh human my. history because it's the most effective at manipulating clicks on all social media. Hey, Gary. Yeah, and, and there are a lot of uh, 
computer-generated tr- trolls out there in the Internet as That's well. That's one of many social engineering or cyber-hacking tactics that Aptive Measures has been adapted through their use of vContact, a Facebook clone in Russia that they formally took over in 2014 when they accidentally triggered the Ukrainian revolution against their puppet with Active Measures that was too powerful for the wrong people. They probably installed Morsi in Egypt, not Obama. They installed Duterte in the Philippines, not a popular movement. They are trying to install Le Pen in France and remove Merkel in Germany with active measure tactics. They're responsible for Brexit. Lafarge has been dispatched to split California because divide and conquer is active measures 101. So, uh, I mean, that's a lot. That's like a, like a very thick stew. It's a good thing they can rewind, stew. isn't it? Stew, I don't if you rewind. That's true. You so, are listening well, to the Common Thread Collective here, mutinyradio.fm. We stream live around the planet and the podcast will be up uh right after the show uh here on again mutiny radio.fm uh it is it is a it is a thick stew and they people can listen back and i think we've given them a pretty pretty nice uh helping today in my i'm sorry in my experience people can get physically sick when they start to grapple that there aren't facts to contradict anything i've just said so do you spend a good deal i mean i hear all what you do you spend a good deal of time tracking these down you're uh, you're reading that when you're not here you're 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 going to the source like New York Times and other authentic, semi-authentic news sources. Not only looking at what they're saying, but looking beneath what they're saying and looking beneath that to the beneath that to beneath that to find this that goes all the way back to back step after step to the Tsar. The Czech, in fact, was was the first Soviet secret police. They were under Lenin. No, so the, the Tsar. No, the, the Czech. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we're going back and back and back, whatever. So you're giving us a powerful bath of stew. Hey, Gary, thanks a lot. But I Cheers. think it's enough for now. I hope, hopefully, we're providing a voice, a voice where people can uh, scratch their heads without scratching it too far that you don't have too much blood. Scratch your heads. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, Gary. Thanks for coming through. And do we have some music we could put on now? Well, yeah. Well, uh, actually, since it is National Poetry Month, oh, I please. figured we'd play a little poetry. That would be um, excellent. And, uh... Yeah, happy Poetry Month, everybody. Of course, how can we be in San Francisco and talk about poetry without Mr. Lawrence Ferlinghetti? Oh, of course. Ferlinghetti, I've started all. Ferlinghetti. Lawrence Ferlinghetti. Lovely, lovely. I am waiting for my case to come up. And I am waiting for a rebirth of wonder. And I am waiting for someone to really discover America and wail. And I am waiting for the discovery of a new symbolic western frontier and I am waiting for the American Eagle to really spread its wings and straighten up and fly right and I am waiting for the age of anxiety to drop dead and I am waiting for the war to be fought which will make the world safe for anarchy and I am waiting for the final withering away of all governments and I am perpetually awaiting a rebirth of wonder I am waiting for the second coming, and I am waiting for a religious revival to sweep through the state of Arizona, and I am waiting for the grapes of wrath to be stored, and I am waiting for them to prove that God is really American, and I am waiting to see God on television, piped onto church altars, if only they can find the right channel to tune in on, and I am waiting for the Last Supper to be served again with a strange new appetizer, and I am perpetually awaiting 
a rebirth of wonder. I am waiting for my number to be called, and I am waiting for the Salvation Army to take over, and I am waiting for the meek to be blessed and inherit the earth without taxes, and I am waiting for forests and animals to reclaim the earth as theirs, and I am waiting for a way to be devised to destroy all nationalisms without killing anybody. And I am waiting for Lynettes and planets to fall like rain. And I am waiting for lovers and weepers to lie down together again in a new rebirth of wonder. I am waiting for the great divide to be crossed. And I am anxiously waiting for the secret of eternal life to be discovered by an obscure general practitioner. And I am waiting for the storms of life to be over. And I am waiting to set sail for happiness and I am waiting for a reconstructed Mayflower to reach America with its picture story and TV rights sold in advance to the natives. And I am waiting for the lost music to sound again in the lost continent in a new rebirth of wonder. I am waiting for the day that maketh all things clear. And I am awaiting retribution for what America did to Tom Sawyer and I am waiting for Alice in Wonderland to retransmit to me her total dream of innocence. And I am waiting for Chilled Roland to come to the final darkest tower. And I am waiting for Aphrodite to grow live arms at a final disarmament conference in a new rebirth of wonder. I am waiting to get some intimations of immortality by recollecting my early childhood. And I am waiting for the green mornings to come again. Youth's dumb green fields come back again. And I am waiting for some strains of unpremeditated art to shake my typewriter. And I am waiting to write the great indelible poem. And I am waiting for the last long careless rapture. And I am perpetually waiting for the fleeing lovers on the Grecian urn to catch each other up at last and embrace. And I am waiting, perpetually and forever, for a renaissance of wonder. You are listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm. We're going to be playing, getting some live music on in just a couple minutes here. But in the meantime, that was, uh, of course, waiting. I'm waiting for a rebirth of wonder, and um, by Lawrence Ferlinghetti. Although I don't believe it was being read by Lawrence Ferlinghetti, um, but we do appreciate his contribution to uh, everything poetic here in San Francisco. Um, so we're going to get, uh, make sure that the band is, uh, going to get to hear themselves as they, as they perform as well. They should. So in the meantime, I'm going to play our theme song, which we didn't do before. So here is, uh, Ubi Dooby Whitaker letting us know everything's going to be all right. All right. I was telling you that everything's done. 
you know, this be um, this be kind of happening. All that we're, we've been together, we've been together. This tapestry of life. There's a common thread collective, and here we be. We now have a sound, sound, sound that we heard clearly. We're now on our way, and we have in front of a very beautiful sight. I'm talking about the Mayan dynasty, and they're about to they're about to tell us what it is they do. Welcome to the Common Thread Collective. <laughs> I know it's pretty loud. Well, it's okay. It's going to be all right. Um, there we go. So we've got uh, Ruby up there, our vocalist. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and we got Gabe on the drums. How you doing? All right. The congas. The congas. Money. Nice. And we've got Omar over there. How's it going, Val? What's up, Val? What's up? Shaking it up over there. <laughs> and then we got our friend Rob over on the guitar. So Mayan Dynasty, tell us a little bit about your, your, your crew. Okay, so I am actually the newest member of Mayan Dynasty. They have been a band since 2013. They've had a lot of members come and go, but right now... Um, we have Gabe, um, G Money, and Soul Touch, and Los, who is not present today. Pretty much the heart of the band, the original members. Um, yeah, so we're just gonna, you know, do this acoustic set for you guys. We're um, we're a Latin funk R&B soul mixed up gumbo of different genres: reggae, hip hop. We, you know, whatever feels good, sounds good. Latin rock. <laughs> All that. Right on. Well, looking, we're looking forward to it. And um, yeah, I've got the, obviously, that's that's now nice and loud in the studio. Um, if it turns out to be a little too loud, you let me know. I'll, I'll figure it out, too. But um, yeah, thanks for working with us <laughs> in our studios thanks here at Mutiny Radio. Day, Mutiny Radio. Yes. <laughs> thanks for having and us. Val. <laughs> right on. All right. The Mayan Dynasty. Take it away, go for it, thank you. Never find what 
Quite beautiful. Totally Bring a nice spirit here in the neighborhood. Do you guys come out of the mission? It feels like you do. The Mayan dynasty coming together here in the mission. Am I right? Yes. Finding one another. Am I right? Getting on the same page. Getting out of the box. Putting forth that independent pub. That independent, that that independent sound of people coming together and making some music is what we need in these difficult and dangerous times. To find it with, I'm so happy here to be able here to use this mutiny radio to now be, that you can let, let, you, say, that you, let you know that you're being heard around the planet. Wherever there happens to be an internet, there we can be. So let's continue with this. We're, we're, we're moving the mics around a bit. We're moving the, the, Sorry, the, the mics around so we get the guitar in and a stronger place within. So we have all of us, and so we're taking some time. So tell us a bit, did you guys meet, how long have you guys been knowing one another? Younger, younger, but now you're coming together from okay. younger to where you are just, now. Hopefully just to give a little bit of insight, um, 
Gabe's Gabe's father used to play um, with Santana, who's in the original Santana band. Uh, performed at Woodstock with him. Um, my mom, a huge music lover. Um, she was around the band a lot, so I was the little ankle biter, you know, running around with them, and just a small world linked us together. As far as everyone else has known each other since grade school, so it's a pretty tight knit group. Well, now I get it. Some of the folks there at uh, some of the folks of Azteca, of Malo, of the whole group of bands that came out back then. Not only Santana, but came out back then, and out of the mission, out of Berno. And now another generation is coming through. And, and watching uh, Santana at Woodstock, that the the set from that is like one of my favorite things to watch. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was your dad playing in that? The congas. The congas. Oh man. And here we are, Stuart. Oh, we're so red, proud to have you. The red headband. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Historical and historical and historical to have you here. So I think we're now ready. So give us your second tune. Yeah, let's get back to what you're doing. Keep on building, uh, kids, fellow human beings on the planet. Which way to go? I think I made a wrong 
upcoming shows that w we should let people know about at this point yes absolutely so um right now we have an ongoing show every month first fridays at the avenue uh off of ocean ave in san francisco it's always a really warm party good vibes never any drama full house and it's a free cover drinks are cheap and strong music is good and it's a lot it's a lot of more energy than what we got right here because we have the rest of our band members present so if you guys want to dance in your free first fridays of the month check us out at the ave very cool that's and off of ocean avenue and Val, we're building our no cover we're building our repertoire so we're getting ready for carnival all right so carnival's coming up so definitely we're gonna get a slot up in there 19th you know and Harrison. it's a very very good look to be part of you know that's when the whole san francisco just to get to see you out there and parading and doing your thing you know what i mean so we're gonna have something tasty right on when and when is carnival do we know the dates the for that? 28th, the 28th, May 28th. May, May, mm -hmm. May 28th, right on. That's always a fun time out there. Yeah, yeah so we, we got to fight. We got to fight for our position. And if we can get both days, then both days. But <laughs> we're going to get a day. <laughs> so cool. Do you guys have a band website or someplace where people can uh, access that? So we have a Facebook page. If you guys uh, check out Mayan Dynasty, it'll pop up. We got. Our Facebook profile is just a bunch of flames because we like to keep it hot. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, thanks, thanks for thanks for bringing your your heat and your and your cool uh, to Mutiny Radio today. And we'd love to have a you know, a couple, a few more, a couple more songs yeah. if you want to do it.
wish that I could love you now in a special way. You light my fire. I feel alive with you, baby. You blow my mind. I'm satisfied. Standing
Yeah, Mayan Dynasty from the from the mission. Local right. musicians. A mission, the mission, and the mission. Here we be in the mission, sending it around to the world. Thanks to Mutiny Radio. Why don't you give us one last song, and uh, if you will, because uh, you definitely got the spirit moving right here, Mayan Dynasty. And hey, sister, I love your I love your voice. I love what you're doing. I love the what you all do together. Thank you. 
so delighted to have you here. I hope this is a place you realize that you'll be welcomed most any time, well, it's Friday, uh, between three, or six, three to six, to come and keep that spirit moving, because you're in the neighborhood, we're in the mission, about the mission, and that's our mission. Do you hear me? Oh, yes. <laughs> Whoa, thanks for coming, kids. Yeah, that was a really special treat. And Thank you Richard. so much for being here, and um, looking forward to coming out on a first Friday down at the Avenue to, to groove out to you and your full band, and... Uh, and at Carnival, because it's coming. It's going to happen. <laughs> yes, and just to make note, our next show is Cinco de Mayo. Ow! Oh, nice. Cinco de Mayo at the Avenue. Yeah, at the Avenue. All right, cool. That's That, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> well, thank you all so much. We're so uh, pleased you came in today to be on the Common Thread Collective here, mutinyradio.fm. Podcasts will go up later. So, Bill, this is the kind of thing that we're all about. And this is the kind of thing that people are realizing that this is sense we're about. They're coming by to uh, they're coming by because they know we we welcome them. They know we welcome them and put that spirit together of weaving this tapestry of life of all the folks who come through here on a Friday afternoon. In fact, here's a hey Mona Lisa. Hey. How you be? So uh. good to see you. And your son's by whether well, your son is with you. And he would just forget well here's Richard. This is Richard, why don't you, uh, Mona Lisa's here. The, the, all the folks are here. We have a full house again. Why don't you give us some poetry as we get together, get used to one another in this great stew of life. That's good. Let me do a couple of uh, upbeats on music in honor of uh, Mayan Dynasty. Uh, Mayan Dynasty. Really, uh, it's really quite, quite, quite good. Even a uh, bear down, I, I like, I like, uh, I like uh, stripped down music, and this right here was stripped down, and it was wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, uh, I don't know if anybody knows about Sukus music. But tell us uh, something. It's about it's a Caribbean music. Uh, it's called Sukus. Oh no, excuse me. This is uh, this is Cari uh, this is a Congolese Congolese rumba. Um, Sukus, another musical form lost to most usans. There are things that can make us sway, make us feel something. Joy, happiness, sadness. Sukus is upbeat, born of the Congolese rumba, a popular African music with syncopated rhythms and contrasting soaring guitar solos and smooth vocals. Guitars that never bend to the notes, instead hits the notes that make you bend and shake. Sukus means to shake. Women throw down with each other. Who can shake their hips unrivaled in style and rhythm? Sukus takes you to trance, perchance to dance. Oh my goodness. Well, we're going to be able Richard to Well, there's a lot of Sukus music, I'm sure, on the internet. Well, Please just put in Sukus and you'll. Uh, they'll, uh, How do you spell it? Sukus is spelled S O U K O U S. So we'll find that and we'll find that. In fact, we can segue out. We got Max here who's going to play some guitar as he's old best at doing. He's mad. But, he, but here, give us more. Hey, okay, Richard, we're uh, going to find some sukus to take us. All right, to this take is us called the It next Rides step. You. Drums that attack as thunder, it rides, rides, rides lightning. African drums add their voices to the attack with what seems to be a violent act of love, relieving stress between sky and earth. Drum and drummer becomes one, then asked or answers other musicians as dancers dance, sing for the mother. Shakers shake, drummers talk, the story is told. Shakers, talking drums, add to the polyrhythms, moving over, under, through, and around, together. 
the drummer's drum from drums so large ladders are required. Beats to the lowest booms of ringing deep reverberations. This rhythm will ride you. It is flirtation, a seeding of the soil, creating, growing, eating, loving, living, giving back. Voices move in and out and yet remain a constant enchant. Response until you can no longer ignore if you ever could. Layer upon layer, alive, moving, anon, anon, forever. And um, chant, since we're into chants, this is a new Take one. Take a chance on us. This is a new one. Oh, chant. Chant. Chant for life. Chant in death. Chant for love. Chant away hate. Chant for the flora fauna. Chant for the Mother Earth, chant. Chant for the healthy, chant for the ill, chant for the monkey chant. Chatter, 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 chat, 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 chat. Chant. Chant for the end for all this killing. Chant for the living left behind, reaping, carrying, water dead. For them, chant. Not to be banal, but chant for love, peace, understanding. Chant. Thank you, Richard. And I'll go out with one more, unless you want me back later, but there's time running hey. out. Yeah, there's no, time uh, is not running out. This is called out. Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. In California, fracking water your food. Bon Appetit. <laughs> Rump signed away your Clean Water Act, which allows shit from farming to run into your waterways. Bon Appetit. Your rainwater is radioactive from Fukushima, meaning the flora and fauna, and the food we eat is radioactive. Maybe it's Japanese payback. Bon appetit. San Francisco's drinking water is the same as Flint, Michigan. As in Flint, we add chloramine and ammonia, which leaches out lead from pipes and fixtures. Dialysis patients can't use city water. Bon appetit. Oh, biting truths from Richard Sanderell. And it's, yeah, the, the fracking water being used. Oh, the fracking water being used for the, oh, yeah. the, the, the little halo uh, yeah. tangerines, those little things. Um, yeah, not cool. Well. We, and, and it's interesting, we've got Mona Lisa sitting right next to you as a, an environmental uh, activist, advocate, green feminist, and uh, attorney. Um, because we'll be focusing on quite a few of these uh, items coming up at Earth Day. Yeah. You know, we were talking about earlier Earth Day. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. I was kind of dreaming. I was hoping. I was putting it out there. Hey, Mona Lisa, come on through and tell us about it. And here you are. So, Mona Lisa, come on through and tell us about it. Well, it's the summer of love, the year of summer of love. Not that it's not every day summer of love. <laughs> but um, we've, well, that's apropos. Yeah. And, yes. um, Earth Day this year is themed with Summer of Love. San Francisco Airship will be there. Catdelic will be there. There will be a psychedelic fashion show. Um, Diamond Dave will be opening the dome at 12.30 a.m. A.m.? Oh, p.m. P.m. Let's stay uh, late. Let's so occupy all over again. I was there. Hold on, Dave. 30 years ago, 50 years ago, 
I was there 50 years ago. I'm still here now. 50 years ago, I turned 30 on that street that some called love, others called, the others called hate street. At the end of that very summer, they call it summer of love. So of course I'll come by and whatever it is I can, be, I can lend a hand to do, I'll be there to do. Take it away, take it away Mona Lisa. Thank you, Diamond Dave. So 12.30 p.m. at Civic Center Plaza on April 22nd. That's a Saturday. Uh, the event will be going all day from 10 a.m. till 7 p.m. with just amazing music and speakers all day. We'll also be combining with the March for Science. There will be do-it-yourself uh, workshops all throughout the event and um, different educational booths. So March for Science will be really presenting a, a university for a day along with the Earth Day Village for a day. So I, I invite everyone to come out and enjoy. Oh boy, it sounds like a, like a, bountiful, a bountiful feast of positive energy that we need to put together in these days. These difficult day, days that Trump and so on about building that movement, but the scientists will come marching in to join us. So there you are, and there we be. So take it away. So what else would you like to say, Mona Lisa? I, I have some questions about these ads we've been seeing around the city about how they're changing the water supply from um, Hetch Hetchy and then also groundwater. Hmm. So, yeah, I haven't, I haven't. Uh, yeah seen those yet it's something to investigate and another thing that's kind of occurring is you know it's a it's a huge challenge to produce earth day every year because oh, the city goodness. not only does not help us financially but um they don't waive our fees they actually charge us a tremendous amount of money and because we're combining with um march for science this year um they've put tremendous um obligations on the earth day production team which is mostly volunteer to um, come up with funds and to make it happen. Um, so I do encourage people to um, not only support Earth Day, but also to encourage the city to actually celebrate Earth Day. And um, you know, we already have um, monopolies going on um, where um, the public commons, such as Golden Gate Park, and you know, we're, we've been really frustrated trying to have a summer of love event. Um, they have really stopped um, issuing permits and really reduce the amount of events that can happen in San Francisco owned commons now that are not big corporate events. So whether it be an NGO that's a corporation or um, another planet, they're expecting um, large corporate uh, professional privatized events and no longer really supporting community events. So we're struggling trying to, to make the Summer of Love event happen. And I know we've been organizing that um, for over three years um, I've attended Council of Light meetings with you know these are our elders and these are the original just uh, um, as you are Diamond Dave like uh, original diggers and all these wonderful founders of what the actual the meaning of summer of love and I think it's a real wrongful thing for um, to privatize or corporatize or bureaucratize culture because we're not just talking about a fashion and the Beatles we're talking about some things that are maybe hard to understand like psychedelics Eastern religions that don't require a mediator between you and source or divine um, experimenting dropping out of, of mainstream society and creating a new mainstream because it's no longer a sub culture this is the culture and it really is important for Earth Day and 
and the Summer of Love and these actual community-based grassroots events to occur here in the city. And, and I do encourage citizens here in the city to, to put the pressure on the mayor and on the um, on the Park and Rec Department to allow us to have these very important cultural events and not think that they themselves should curate these events and they themselves should should dominate them or or penalize us for for doing that, this and service speaking, to the community. Exactly right. It's about underground curation. I want to tell you, you're hearing it now. The Rainbow Gathering, a group whose roots is in that summer they call the Summer of Love. Our first one is 1971. In, uh, in Granby, outside Granby, over the National Forest, and our gathering this year, this is this sister, is going to be in Oregon. And I believe after that gathering, folks will be coming down, banners flying across the Golden Gate Bridge, and we'll be feeding the people. We'll be perhaps in Hippie Hill, a place where people can play music, where people can speak about what they want to speak of, to share food, to maybe put up some teepees, and we'll be right there. And as far as the permit is concerned, Hey, folks, let me tell you this. We have a permit. What? We have a permit. How would you say that? We have a permit. It's called the First Amendment of the Constitution. It guarantees our right to speak freely. Am I right? It guarantees our right to uh, practice whatever spiritual path we happen to be on. Am I right? And it, it, it guarantees our right to, they say, assemble, gather, assemble, come together. Hey, he said that's guaranteed and our First Amendment our First Amendment right in the guarantee in the Constitution and we exercise that every year in the National Forest. This year we're gonna be in some beautiful spots in the Cascades in Oregon. But hopefully, and hopefully, we'll be, we'll be exercising it right here, where uh, right up for the fiftieth anniversary of Summer of Love. We're talking about coming through. And any permits we have it. Our First Amendment of the Constitution. Yeah, it is about a big sound permit. It's about a, it's just coming in and doing what we do, express ourselves with the music, poetry, however we express ourselves, and feeding the people, that's part of it too. And uh, sharing food, that'd be part of it too. And that's what we'd be doing. Well, I want, I want to mention now, Val, I want to mention now, Mona Lisa, that uh, I want to remind people, well, I think I'll remind people of a couple of things. One, speaking of permits, Poems Under the Dome, which will be what? Our 12th annual Poems Under the Dome for 12 years. Who would have imagined? We could have been, when I had that first vision of a, of a, I said, a mother of all open mics there under the dome of City Hall, that it would, that one would happen for the first time, let known for how many times? This is going to be number 12. 12 times. A dozen years. It's really, I mean, now, now you know, when, when we walk around City Hall with EK and, and, uh, and you, Dave, and you know, we, we pop our heads into the various offices and we say, hey, Poems Under the Dome is coming up. Now everybody is like, oh, great, Poems Under the Dome. We love Poems Under the Dome. Even the sheriff's office is like, you know what? You know, did you know, Dave, that the sheriff's uh, department collects our posters? They have them, put they have them all. They're, they're, no, EK was laughing. She's like, I think I'm the only other person who like has the posters all over the place. Um, but it turns out that that they posters. that they love they love that the community can come into City Hall and, and, and uh, uh, it's it's really nice to be out any time now. I mean, that's right. Now. That's right. Chad Chad Xavier is our our poster artist, and uh, he said as of the other day that his uh, he had uh, ink on his hands. So um, you know, but but that's another thing to think about. You know, he was at part of he was at one of the 
art collectives. Um, I forget which one it was. It was like on 17th Street or something. Uh, they and they got evicted earlier this year. So it's it really puts a big strain on artists who can no longer have studio space in the city um, in order to you know do their art and participate in community. Um, we were talking about how the number of poetry open mics over the past several years has diminished almost by half. And, you know, it's, it's really telling Creativity. that... Creativity. San Francisco, here we be, holding out in the face of all of this. San Francisco, the eyes of the world have been on this city for many years. Yeah. Because, I mean, going back to the beat Since generation the beginning, before. Really. The beats and hippies and punks and whoever it is we are coming together here in San Francisco. Long may it last. That's right. When, the, when, it, when it's over, it's over. Uh, so the, here we are. But there we go. So hey, you guys. Yeah. So glad to have you here. So good to have this Friday. And the uh, Friday, each and every Friday, to put it out there to bring so many talented people. But let's hang out together in the face of all of this. Hey, Mona Lisa. And you brought it. It's so beautiful to see you. And you have your son along. And he's got something to play called Dark Matter. Yeah, MC Cisco Kid has Cisco a new Kid. song. Yeah. Hey, Cisco Kid. Tell us about it. Hi, I'm a 10-year-old EDM producer. And... I create uh, music on SoundCloud, and I am E M C E E Cisco Kid, all one word, and uh, yeah. So that's like E M C squared equals. Is that right? E M C E E. No, it's E M C E E C I S E O K I D. No spaces. Oh, no I got spaces. M C Cisco Kid. Well, let's hear it. Anyway, Eric. Awesome. Um, yeah. Just sure. want to say uh, that uh, Sunday uh, at uh, at uh, Adobe Books, curated by uh, by uh, Bloodflower, uh, is going to be uh, Val Barra, uh, Richard Sandrell, uh, E.K. Keith, uh, Tonga, Tongo Ice and Martin, Tongo, and who? And James Ellis. James Ellis. And anybody else? Bear. Bear. Okay, good. It's going to be quite the lineup, and it's going to be Easter Sunday. Yes. So that's Sunday. Bring this your coming eggs. Sunday. <laughs> hop, um, hop on down to the Mission District. Hop on down. Oh, that's on so cute. 24th Street, uh, Adobe Books and Arts Collective, and it's from 4 to 6 p.m. on and Sunday, yeah. April 16th. It, yeah. And then um, on... April 28th uh, at Cafe uh, International... I'm going to be featured probably around 9, 9.30 with uh, David Erdreich behind me on sax. Uh, as I say, Cafe International on April 28th. And the show starts at 7.30. Uh, a lot of uh, good artists show up, poets, mostly a lot of musicians. Um, and I, I'll go out with, uh, it was supposed to be about love. How's that? Okay, let's do it. It is supposed to be at love, but instead it was more lame than not. Intimacy with humans is never easy. If attained, keeping it is worth the endeavor. Maybe. It is supposed to be about love. In 1967, the summer of love, does love only get one summer? Isn't it about love, period? George Harrison is there when people make a yellow submarine carrying it up 8th Street when someone comes up and punches him in the face. George never comes back. So much for peace, love, and understanding. Maybe. It is supposed to be about love, but it's up to us to make that love if we ever expect it back. Love, 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 come back. Just maybe some forgot about it. Maybe. 
Mm. Baby, beautiful. Wow. Well, well, we we certainly want everybody out there. And if you're listening to the Common Thread Collective, I'm sure that you know that love is alive and well in San Francisco. And uh, we're certainly happy to have everybody here at Mutiny Radio here in the Mission District. cruising around the planet on the internet uh, here at the Common Thread Collective every Friday from 3 to 6. And um, we are going to play MC Cisco Kids track in a second, but I did want to jump on something that that, uh, Mona Lisa said earlier. Richard kind of mentioned, you know, this idea of, um, you know, our water source and also um, what the, you know, the city um, being reluctant to uh, allow community events, community-driven and organized events to take place in the commons uh, of, of the city. You know, the, the city, has, it's, it's, it's a small, you know, area, you know, seven by seven miles is not a very uh, big area, and yet we just keep building and building. And, one of the, and, and of course, we do need housing for, for, for people, but there's a kind of this excess that I see happening, especially these really huge, expensive developments. And what I think about not just the you know the the cultural or the aesthetic uh, shift, but also the environmental stress that a city can put on um, our our shared resources like water. Yeah, I, I have a comment about that. You know that we haven't heard much about the um, impact on the air quality of having these massive piles. I don't know if you've seen them out there by um, Hunters Point and Bay Point. There are huge piles of uncovered and undampened um, crushed silica, which is a Prop 65 controlled substance. So we have that blowing around too. All this development isn't without an environmental impact. And some of the, we know that out by Sacramento, some of the um, just natural granite and rock that's found around here has tremolite, which is similar to asbestos. So we do have to think about our air quality and the impact that's happening. And, you know, I even think towards the, um, you know, recently we just had um, 59 uh, missiles and then, of course, this other huge bomb um, and Raytheon going up a billion dollars in market value in one day after 59, one point, I don't know how many million dollar missiles were sent out and how um, the Dakota Access Pipeline and the Keystone XL Pipeline, when we talk about what really is the environmental impact of this of, of all this war and destruction and we um, also look at the terror issue and how when they talk about the profits related to those pipelines aren't those pipelines exposing our entire nation to potential environmental disaster by terrorists and we, when we saw that recent um, activists several activists were arrested for just turning them off but these are exposed exposed points all around our country and that really when we think about the externalities of these profiteers working against the actual living human beings on this planet that we really have to really consider those externalities and we have to hold our our, um, politicians to task because they work for us they don't work for the corporations even if the corporations are the ones paying the bills all of this, and the Trump, Trump is only the tip of the Trump of the iceberg, I'd say. All of us are thinking about yes, yet to, for some reason we have, for some right way, we have to remain hopeful, hopefully to be hopeful, because nothing can happen. We come together as fellow human beings to help make it happen. This is what the Common Thread Collective is about. So hey, uh, 
Hey, uh, hey, hey, Mona Lisa, thanks for coming through and getting up to Earth Day. And you have your son right here who's got something that he's put on. Did you find his piece? Oh, yeah, we've got it's it. So dark matter. Oh, and I want you to, uh, hey, Val, I want to introduce you to Eric Kaur. Hi. He's got some new material he's going to play. Okay. We'll talk about him in a bit, but take it away. All right. I want you to introduce us to Dark Matter, young fellow. Okay. Uh, my song, Dark Matter, is uh, sort of like a trap. Uh, mix with some dubstep drumstep style kind of thing, and I worked very hard at it, so I hope you enjoy it. Oh, beautiful! Thank you, MC Cisco Kid. Here's Dark Matter. Oh, 
All right. So those first two tracks were MC Cisco Kid, and then it, then it jumped into something else. But that was badass. And then we had Omar out there who was playing live on the congas along with that second track. What a lot of fun. It just totally brought everything up. So thank you, MC Cisco Kid. Appreciate what you do. And yes, the 10-year-old EDM music producer. Check him out on SoundCloud. As he said, it's MC Cisco Kid. That's one word, no spaces in between E-M-C-E-E, C-I-S-C-O, Kid, K-I-D. Um, right on. Right on. Another amazing day. It is an amazing day. Hey, Val, amazing day. What a cast of characters. Here, I want you to meet my, my brother, Eric Hor. Nice to meet you all. Eric Hor, he and I go back for quite some time. He also, I also see him at City College from time to time where he teaches. But in mind, he goes back to those days called the punk rock days, and where he, where he was a single, putting forth a powerful message. Am I right, Eric? Oh, yeah. That, when was that? Was that back in the early 90s or 80s? Where, where, uh, early uh, 90s. Early yeah, 90s. It's been a long time. So it's been a long time. That was the time, that was the last great wave of punk rock with, uh, with, uh, with a great wave of punk rock with like. Uh, Econochrist and Econochrist. Actually, that was uh, when I first moved here. That's who I was living with, Econochrist and Grimple. There we go. I thought so. I knew there was a connection. Oh, yeah. And that was part of that wave and uh, uh, that, that wave that came at that wave at just that time and you found yourself living with them and then you found yourself doing some uh, music on your own. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Well, tell us a bit about that and tell us a bit about what you're bringing us today. So... Around that time, I started doing a solo acoustic punk stuff, and it was fun because it was weird, and some people liked it, and a lot of people couldn't stand it, <laughs> which made it that much more rewarding. And then I started doing a band called Gunpowder, which was uh, more of a Western metal punk project, and now I'm doing Eric Corps, but with a full band and Gunpowder, oh, and we're getting ready to go play Europe, so I'm pretty excited about that. And okay. Eric Corps? Eric Corps, E-R-I-K. Corps. And the second word is C-O-R-E. Like hardcore. Got it. Eric Core. Eric Core. Yeah. I believe it's based on hardcore. I used to say it's punk rock paradise, hardcore heaven, and a skinhead convention to boot. That was at the farm. I think the farm may have been still going on at that time. I was the MC. Well, I know we booted some skinheads, but... Uh, okay, yeah, that's so. it. Uh, skinhead convention <laughs> That has to, to boot. happen sometimes. It does right. happen. Unfortunately, there's times where it's been unavoidable, so yeah. it's... Uh, well, yeah. anyway, what's ever happened to them? The hardcore skinheads are either in jail or dead. But here we are still here. So, Eric, we just had that 10-year-old showed some of his music off and being a... And being a it's a hard a, act to follow, too. That kid was good. Act, so amazing electronic work that he had done. So why don't you act... Uh, now you're our, our guest DJ. Why don't you introduce what it is that we have already queued up and ready to roll? Let's do it. All right, here's a song from our brand new... The new Eric Core album. It's called Smart Bombs. We just did this with uh, Bo Sorensen and Kurt Vanderhoof. And it's off our new album, No War, Nowhere, No Peace. And uh, it's, uh, it's a thematic album about war and all that stuff. So here we go. Okay, here we go. This is 
Putting forth that powerful message, why don't you give us another? Uh, let me see if I got one queued up here that I can play for you. And, well, there we go. Oh, there we Those are a couple fun tracks. Thank you. I, I really kind of was rocking out to them. Peaceful bombs. What an interesting concept that is. <laughs> is that that's what it was? Well, in? It's actually peace for pawns, but now you've inspired me to write another song. So it's <laughs> peace or peace pawns. Pawn. That makes more sense. <laughs> that makes more sense. I was looking for the irony, and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. No, right on. That, right that's on. why we include lyric sheets now. It's it's kind of <laughs> it's so helpful for people like me. Uh, so Eric Core is the is the crew. Um, that the first track was Smart Bombs. What was the second track we heard? The second track was Peace for Pawns. Peace for, for Pawns. Yeah. All pawns in their game. For wars that never end. Yeah. That takes out Dylan, the mm. Nobel Prize winning, but we're Dylan, who had we're all pawns in their game. And his, and his great song, Masters of War, mm-hmm. when he was a very young man, far younger than anyone. But he said, we're all pawns in their game, am I right? Oh, it's all the truth, yes. That's it. But, but we're, so we're trying to be free, free uh, human beings right here. This is what this show called The Common Thread Collective is about, is the idea that we're, we encourage people to become free human beings and to exchange together and support one another. And love is the message. And what it came to me, Eric, just before I turned 79, you know, I'm 79 years old now. So that's a pretty old dude. It's pretty awesome. I'm the oldest lifelong learner at City College. When you see me around, he's, he's just a student here. But I'm also a senator in the student government. In fact, I want to tell you about something right now. I'm going to tell everybody. It's the first time we put it out there. I'm a senator in the student government at City College. 
And so I put it out there, and they haven't done a lot, the senators. Uh, they haven't a lot, in fact, not a lot. But I've, I've taken it, and they've accepted it, that for the 9th of May, there's going to be an event. It's going to be a celebration. A celebration of the fact that we managed to be beat there trying to take our accreditation away. Is that right? Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. It's a big deal. And we fought it every way we could. We got the city attorney involved, and the, the, and they never thought that they'd be kicked to the, but they were ready to take over this school and turn it over. And then, of course, then city college is going to be free. You know that. Yep. So we have these two things. And the fact, you know, the enrollment is way down. You just walk around. You say, where is everybody? So it's time now with free with the free city college. So on the ninth, sponsored by the student government, the American the Associated Student Government at City College, is going to be what I call a dance. I mean, I'm calling it a dance, a dance of celebration, more than a dance. And I said it's time on this day, the ninth, enough of talking heads for at least one day. We have a talking heads, talking heads, talking heads. The body's there to take the talking heads around. But this, but this is what I'm encouraging students faculty and staff all dancing together what do you think sounds good to me and this is going to be in the plaza in the, in the round plaza at city college on the ninth we'll be talking more about it on the ninth of may and hopefully because i look at these people dance I, well, I don't know about dancing but i say every human being can dance <laughs> and also i've also already got listen there Eric, i've already got the dance club the dance class the uh, dance department at city college that's a dude named David Blood, he's the head of the dance department. And they're all going to come and bring their class. Well, they've told me that. We'll see. I have to keep pushing. They're going to bring all the dance classes. So one of the great problems of breaking an ice, or I don't know, I'm not ready to dance, other people. But if we have the dance departments, the dance students, dance classes up dancing and all the various variety that they do the dance, this will encourage people to maybe join in and skate this, shake their booty a little. It sounds good. I mean, it's, you know, it's never been a better time to be a student, come back to City College anytime, anywhere, any age. And if you want to learn something, we've got it there. I mean, it's, it's free. free. It's open. Free. So when is it actually becoming free? September. I believe for the fall. Yeah. Really? So, so, so for credit courses, for everything, like yeah. anything... Wow! So if I you didn't if, if you can prove residents in the city, I believe they're they're still trying to figure out what that's going to look like, but it's going to look like something good. So and it's a big deal. Okay. It's a big deal. That is a big deal. Because you know, sometimes tuition is the difference between going to school for a semester or working for a semester. Yeah, or and, getting getting involved right. in a lot of debt. And especially with the the you know the, how the the unit fees have been creeping up and up and creeping up and up, up and up and up and up. Um, that's amazing. Like I I. I I had just kind of recently realized that and caught wind of it, but I'm glad that you guys are here to talk about that a little bit more. Shoot, that's right. That's exactly right. So what do you teach there, Eric? I teach in the communication studies department there. So I teach public speaking courses, intercultural courses, interpersonal courses, group communication, a lot of different things there. Well, let's make that real. On the 5th of May... No, 9th of May, excuse me. No, 9th of May is a Tuesday, I believe. 9th of May, we're going to do all that in the, in the Ram Plaza City College. So put it out there. and what? And it's, it's Dancing Plus. It's a Dance Plus. Whatever people want to bring to it. And if you don't know how to dance, take a class at City College for free. Exactly. Hey. Just shake your booty. Sorry, Dave. So I was saying, speaking of putting it out there, um, the songs that we just heard are on a, an album that's going to be released soon. And I think you said the album's name was, did I get this right? No War, No Wear, No Peace? Correct. All right. When's that going to be out? How, how can people like uh, become aware of that and uh, get a hold of it? So it's going to be out in about two weeks. And I know in August we're doing a CD release party at El Rio. 
other than that it's pretty much if you run into me you can get it i'll drop off a bunch of copies at the studio here when i get them that you can give away to people because oh, oh, right we on. want people to hear the music that's our Beautiful. thing and, we right want and to come back we're doing everything independently so Beautiful. that's where about here nice. declare, we say declare your independence acknowledge our interdependence we're all in this together that's declare your independence acknowledge our interdependence and there's something to say about punk rock that's what punk rock is about i go back to those days when when they were young no one's dead cops the dicks that's gary floyd it's one of my favorite Toxic bands reasons. oh another favorite band yeah they were they were around how there. about the lewd and the lewd of course just that whole generation <laughs> i was part of i was like the mc of the shows diamond dave get up there and introduce you us will you because that's what I, what I got known for doing crucifix I once did, I remember introducing Conflict, you know, the British band. Oh, yeah. On their first American tour. And he'd get up and introduce, I said, here's what I said, we're going to introduce Max. I see he's here. Max and, uh, Max and company are here. I'm going to introduce him with how I introduce Conflict. Well, good enough. Hold on, brother. You're about to go on. This is how I want to do how I introduce Conflict on their first U.S. tour. I said, blind, see. Deaf, hear. Lame, walk. L lame walk, D d dumb speak, dead, dead rise. Here they are, conflict, and here they are, Mac. Take it away, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty that was right. Awesome. Thank <laughs> hey, thanks, Eric. You are on. Let me. Let's do a little sound check. Let's do a little sound check. 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 Check the switch on your microphone. I hear your guitar. There we go. There we go. Okay. I got Max covered. And your friend here? Sal. Sal? Sal. Salvatore. Salvatore. Is that a plugged in thing? So the new gentry has arrived now. It's a wonder we've all survived until now. And there's a special and a mission. And we'll smoke this fire. Donde a humo a fuego.
Thanks, Val. Hey, to be beautiful. Hey, thanks, you guys. Thanks for coming to play. What a great surprise to have you come through and having such an amazing show, Val. Val with, with the Lion Dynasty and all the other folks, Eric Hoare, all the other folks who have oh, come that through. Was oh, my goodness. It was. Yeah, that was it. It's it's the, you know it's funny because the the show started off kind of rocky. I was having some technical difficulties. I couldn't hear anything. I know, right? <laughs> it's as they say, that's life. Um, <laughs> but then uh, from there, we just like like you know, kind of we went to the mountaintop, and uh, and it's it's been a great show. Hey Max, you be here. Why don't you guys? Take us out. Yeah, you want to jam another one? Jam another uh, one. And then we'll we'll call it a day. Yeah, well, I can do uh...
right on, Max and Sal. Thanks for coming through and jamming your our way out of here in the Common Thread Collective. Uh, the Common Thread, we found it today. We what have a, found it today. What an amazing variety of fellow human beings. Indeed. Sharing the fact that we're being a free human beings here and helping to build a free society in the midst of all that going on around us. And I think as long as we continue and we're continuing to open to keep it, make the space available, to make the space available. Hey Val, so glad you're here. Mm -hmm. So glad we can do this. Me too. And uh, people are invited to come by it's each and every Friday, three to six. Come on through, right here in the corner, twenty-first in Florida. Here we be. Do we continued, and uh, we'll see what happens uh, next week. That's right. We will see what happens next week. You have been listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm. And uh, April is an amazing month. It is National Poetry Month. It is National Jazz Appreciation Month. Um, a few events I want to mention real quick. Uh, this Sunday, Easter Sunday, Kasi Dot 3. Um, that's going to be a, a poetry showcase over at Adobe Books from 4 to 6 p.m. I'll be part of that showcase so along with some of our other favorite uh, friendly faces. And um, then on Tuesday night is the Word Party Poetry and Jazz at 7 o'clock um, at Piano Fight, which is at 144 Taylor Street. Um, it's an open mic. You can come read your poetry with jazz or during the intermission without the band if that scares you too much. Or just come in. It's a free show and it's a really cool venue. Uh, they serve food and drinks there as well. And E.K. Keith, our primary organizer for Poems in the Dome, will be featuring at Word Party this month. Then on Wednesday night, I'm going to be featuring, co-featuring um, with Aja Kushwa Duncan at the Sacred Grounds Cafe, open um, over on, in the Panhandle on Hayes Street. And um, come on out. That's a 7 o'clock thing. Um, that's an open mic. And at that event, we will be drawing a name for a reading, guaranteed reading spot at Poems Under the Dome. So Poems Under the Dome is going to be Thursday, April 27th. So you can come out to City Hall, drop your name in the hat for a chance to read a poem uh, at City Hall. But if you check out poemdome.net, you'll see a schedule of open mics uh, leading up to that date where you can go and put your name in the hat early. So on Wednesday night at Sacred Grounds Cafe, I'm going to be drawing a name uh, for one of those guaranteed reading slots for City Hall uh, later in the month. And uh, as we also talked about, so much going on. Um, thank you, Mona Lisa Wallace, for coming in to talk about Earth Day San Francisco. Check out what she's doing at uh, hashtag Green Feminist. And Earth Day San Francisco, Saturday, April 22nd. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Civic Center Plaza, also in coordination with the March for Science. They're going to be having their rally in March um, and then uh, descending upon Earth Day. So check out earthdaysf.org. Actually, it's a new website. It used to be .com. And then tomorrow, uh, don't forget, this tax day. Tomorrow's tax day. March. So it and should be a big... All the variety of things they're saying, hey... Big protest. Trump, Trump we want to see your tax returns. There's the, it's tax day. And we've never seen your tax returns. All the millions, all the games that you played, we're, uh, yeah, we'd like to see it. We're not going to see it, but we're going to be together. Right. Is that right, Mona Lisa? That's right, Diamond Dave. Fuck yeah. And, uh, and apparently he you know, has um, personal financial investments in Raytheon, oh, which is very... Uh, which is a huge conflict of interest considering the 22,000-pound Raytheon bomb that they dropped. And in, tax his, in Afghanistan, his, this his week. investments, his investments would blow us away if we could only see. 
So I believe that's and his, one of the and reasons his he doesn't want to let us failures. see. We can see what this octopus, this octopus whose tentacles go around the planet. They have Trump Towers everywhere. And don't forget, they don't belong to him. He simply sells the name for $100,000 a year or so on to be able to have a Trump Tower. You know, I think, though, it's not just about Trump. We can't just, no. like, we can't. This all existed before Trump. Yeah, it and sure did. This, what this has to do is corporatocracy. corporatocracy. It has to do with the externalities of pollution and, and death and destruction. Not being, not being part of the profit calculation so that corporations are able to profit off of the abuse of human beings in the environment and as long as we allow that to continue then we're going to continue seeing this whether the 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 name on the on the marquee is trump or someone else that's right that's right we got to keep our eyes on what's happening behind the scenes and it's really just become so blatant so keep the pressure on keep your spirits up um, take care of yourselves and one another. We're going to see each other through this storm. I'm going to put forth the alternative. And we'll put, that's the alternative, right. which is declare your independence. Acknowledge our interdependence. We'll be all in this together. Is that right, Melissa? That's right, Dan. That's right. Is that, Val? And oh, here we that's are. Right. That's, and that's right. That's the spirit, the very message that we put out here in so many different ways each and every week. Take it away. So good to be here. So good to be on the planet. And see you all, when I see you all, certainly at Poems Under the Dome. That's right. Check out poemdome.net for all those details. Thursday, April 27th at City Hall, beautiful San Francisco City Hall, from 5.30 to 8 p.m. in the North Light Court. So just come on in, and you'll find us. uh, And if you go to the rotunda, the base of the stairs, look up to the north, to the right, and you'll see us there. Yeah, Jorge Molina will be there too. To to the four directions, to the east, the north, the west, in the south, um, right there in City Hall. Right there in City Hall. We'll rock that All door. right. Well, you know, I wrote. I've, it's National Poetry Month, and I've been encouraged to write as much poetry as possible. Um, so, and because I, I don't believe in forcing poetry, I've just been writing some haikus, which aren't too hard. Five, seven, five. So, um, since we're talking about Earth Day, I wrote this haiku for Mount Kanaktai up in uh, next to Clear Lake, um, which is a volcano. Mountain breathes out, sending up geysers and clouds, porous lava lungs. Peace all. I'm Global Val. Thanks, Diamond Dave. Um, you can check out a lot of those events I just mentioned earlier um, are actually on my website, globalval.blogspot.com. Happy Summer of Love anniversary, everybody. Summer of Love every day, even in the spring. I was once out strolling one very hot summer's day When I thought I'd lay myself down to rest In a big field of tall grass I lay there in the sun and felt it caressing my face as I fell asleep and dreamed I dreamed I was in a Hollywood movie and that I was the star of the movie this really blew my mind The fact that me, an overfed, long-haired, 
being known should be the star of a Hollywood movie. Hmm. But there I was. Hmm. I was taken to a place. The Hall of the Mountain King. I stood high upon a mountain top. Naked to the world. In front of every kind of girl. There was long ones, tall ones, short ones, brown ones, black ones, round ones, big ones, crazy ones. wondering, should I inject bleach into my eyeballs with a needle? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Statistics show that no. No, you should not inject bleach into your eyeball with a needle. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, 
I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold sprout from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> We are Unleash the Rain, and we're coming to you streaming live every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. here at MutinyRadio.fm in the Mission in San Francisco. Because we need more rain in San Francisco. Yes, we're still in a drought here in California, but this is a business show, you silly man. Uh, I was hoping for a rain dance. Well, why, that would be a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of fun on the show. What we do is we help small and medium-sized businesses leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and make it rain for your business. Are you sure it's going to be fun if I listen? We are very fun. We're also real world. We are not messing around. We're going to give you the real deal. So I can send an email to Vincent at Unleash the Rain or Stacy at Unleash the Rain and ask my business question or my yes, technology question? absolutely. Ask us your business and technology questions. We would love to answer those on the air. And then listen to our podcast or listen to us live on and, Tuesdays. And also Tuesdays. check us out on Facebook at Unleash the Rain. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? 
Check out them and form the specials. Very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world, with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio, when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment, wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. This is a story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being polite and start getting real. This is the Sick Sad Open Mic. Every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. and every fourth Tuesday as our Sick Sad Showcase. Brought to you by Adrian Villalone, Valerie Vernali, and Katie Carnes. See you there, angsties. You're standing on my neck. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> D fap acid fapping tapping it acid acid fapping tapping it acid to make decisions or someone who maybe even may be involved in maybe an influencer but doesn't have all the information so the section of the of the pyramid that says build relationships with others who have influence i think that's to me from the sales perspective that's identifying who in the organization you're selling to is involved in that sales process and what who is going to actually influence it, who has information that will help you make the sale or make a better sale. And then once you identify those people, then build relationships with them and do that by educating, listening, and engaging. If you're like me, you're probably wondering, should I inject bleach into my eyeballs with a needle? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Statistics show that no. No, you should not inject bleach into your eyeball with a needle. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. Global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples 
paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs>